Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Let's get moving with Maria. Inspiration to spend a few minutes each day to get moving on the small things that can make a big difference in your life. With me today is Danielle Forbes. She's the Hypertension and Health Systems Specialist for the Utah Department of Health. And Danielle, I'm so glad that you're here with us today because I wanted to talk about, we get so worked up about our diet and fitness and what that means to the scale. And sometimes I think we lose sight of what we're actually doing to help our heart. So what are some of the things that we can do that really are having a positive impact on our heart? And maybe we shouldn't be looking at the scale about these things. Yeah, thanks, Maria, for having me. Um, There are many different things that you can do to kind of just overall help help your heart health. Um, There's simple things such as, you know, just making sure that you get enough exercise each day. It's recommended about 30 minutes a day. And then making sure that you're just eating the right nutritious foods. Um, so making sure you get your fruits and vegetables. And then also a huge thing with uh, keeping your heart healthy is making making sure that you're not eating foods that are very high in uh, salt content, as salt can be a huge uh, contributor to heart disease and hypertension and stuff like that. Um, and then just finding ways to reduce your stress as well. As we all know, stress can be a huge factor in, you know, causing heart attacks or anything like that. And so just finding a way, whether it's, you know, going to the gym or uh, reading, just finding something that you can do that will lower your stress level. And then also just making sure that you're going to your doctor regularly, getting your blood pressure checked, your labs checked. Um, You just want to make sure that you're staying healthy overall. I think this is so important because I think we do lose perspective. Uh, We're going to the gym. We're eating better, but we don't see what we really want to see on the scale. And so I think we get discouraged and we just aren't thinking about really the other benefits that we are doing for ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Um, A lot of times people, like you said, they do focus too much on uh, the numbers, whether it be the scale or your blood pressure readings. And it's just really finding a way to um, not think so much about that, but think of ways that you can, things that you can take, do every day just to overall improve your health and your heart and make sure that you know, you're doing what is best for your body. Well, you're coming out of a a pretty stressful time with the pandemic, and I'm not certain how 
much of an impact it's had on our hearts. But talk about that just for a minute and maybe what you've seen during the pandemic when it comes to our stress levels and how maybe that is impacting our heart health. Yeah, that's a great point, Maria. Um, COVID actually has done a significant um, impact as far as chronic diseases and heart um, health and heart disease. Um, So, you know, a lot of people were scared at the beginning of the pandemic. They didn't know what was going on. And so they would oftentimes avoid going to the doctor or um, avoid, you know, managing their health and improving their health. And so uh, over time, I think people have realized that, you know, it's important since this has been going on for so long, it's important to, you know, find ways that you can best help yourself and monitor your health. And so um, we did see a huge rise as far as, um, or not a rise, uh, we saw a lot more undiagnosed um, hypertension and like diabetes rates because of the pandemic and people avoiding um, to go get treatment or to see their doctor. And it was also harder as well with telehealth appointments and not being able to go in person to see your doctor. So you weren't necessarily getting that interaction with your provider, which hindered um, chronic conditions and heart disease. So. Mm-hmm. What is the best way at this point in time to maybe, uh, I, I don't know if I want to use the word regroup, but really get things back together and get back on track? I think the best way is, you know, creating a plan yourself and with your provider. And uh, it's always a personalized plan, um, but making sure that you are going to your doctor regularly and getting um, your regular checkups in. And then also just, you know, like I mentioned before, making sure that you are eating correctly and reducing your stress and exercising frequently. Um, Those are really just the easiest ways to make sure that you're getting back on track and um, focusing on your own heart health as well as you can also check in with, you know, friends and family and make sure that they're doing the same. And just after you go to an appointment, just say, hey, like, make sure that you're going to your doctor regularly um, and just being there for others as well. I want to go back to something you said earlier about salt and salt content, because I'm noticing that salt is in just about every packaged food. That is correct. Salt is a very hidden um, kind of ingredient in a lot of foods, and many people don't realize how high certain foods can be in salt content. Um, A lot of processed things, those are very high in salt. And so you want to make sure that you are looking at the nutrition labels when you're buying things so that you are making sure you are buying heart healthy. And some uh, products tend to have a label that either have a heart on them or something that says like heart healthy or something like that. 
I think we're kind of spoiled in that we are so used to the flavor of salt and sugars in our foods that we tend to think now um, eating something that's lower in salt and it's pretty bland. What kind of advice to give to people uh, about other things they can do to maybe spice up their food? Uh, That's a great point. And it is true. We oftentimes, you know, the first thing after cooking a meal is we reach for the salt shaker to add more salt to foods. And I think it's important to realize that you can use other spices or other ingredients, you know, that can add a little bit of flavor without adding too much um, salt content. So a lot of times it's just looking for labels that have low sodium and, you know, just being creative when you're cooking or making foods is just, it's a trial and error type thing. So you can add as much or as little flavor as you would like. If we dial down a little bit on fitness, you said uh, exercise regularly. What does that mean for most people? Um, For some people, it might mean going to the gym and, you know, lifting weights or doing a ton of cardio. But it also can be just, you know, simply going outside and going for a walk and enjoying the fresh air and making sure that, you know, you're just continuing to move throughout the day as sitting can be a huge um, factor as far as, you know, causing you to be sedentary and just not do a whole lot. So, Yeah, with people at home stuck in front of their computers for two years, (laughs) you know that had to have some impact, right? Oh, yes. (laughs) The work-from-home lifestyle did not really help that as far as, like, making sure that you're continuing to move. So, yeah, just taking breaks throughout the day and getting up and going outside or, you know, simply doing a few push-ups or whatever it may be if you have a break in between meetings. I want to talk about um, stress and how it impacts our health. Uh, Is it a bigger factor than maybe even fitness and what we're eating? Can stress can be even a bigger factor in in hurting our hearts? Stress is definitely a huge cause as far as um, contributing to your heart issues and heart disease. I don't necessarily know if it is more so a... um, bigger risk factor, but I would say all of it, you know, exercise, diet, and then the stress level, they're all key things. And so, like you said, making sure that you're monitoring your stress levels and sometimes you can feel it. You might just be sitting there and, you know, you might have gotten a 10 emails and you're just like, oh my gosh, my stress level just rose. So, you know, finding a way to balance work and then making sure that you're just taking time for yourself as well is a huge um, a huge thing that you want to make sure you're doing throughout your day yeah, and I th- week. Yeah, I think stress is probably, for me, one of the harder things to really control. I have a stressful job. You know, I can I can control how much I work out or what foods I eat, but I really can't control my environment a lot of times. That is true. And a lot of people do have that problem where they can't necessarily control their environment. You know, they might have stressful home situations or just stressful jobs in general. And so 
it is really finding something that works for you where you can get a little bit of relief and, you know, shutting it down and just closing it off where you're not, where you're almost trying not to think about it, which again, is very hard. Right. So Danielle, is there anything I may have not asked you that you think that you'd like to add? Um, I don't think so. I think it's just really important that everyone is mindful over all of their heart health and, uh, you know, like I said before, making sure that you're finding a way to uh, monitor it on your own and take time for yourself and do whatever you need to do personally and then also making sure that you're checking in with others. Danielle, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for doing this today. Thank you so much, Maria. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.